Hello everyone, I'm Hiram and welcome to Just a Physician, the podcast where we explore both sides of the people that you know and love. And I am so excited for today's guest because she is someone who I am so grateful to call a personal friend, someone who is truly iconic in my own life, Miss Hillary Starr. Hello, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. You're tuning in all the way from New York City. I was literally just yes. with you last week. I know. We were just uh, living it up, eating nothing, sleeping two hours a day, and watching Netflix. And as here we, we are. Do, as we do. <laughs> if you guys don't know Miss Hillary Starr, she is the queen of cooking TikToks. She makes the funniest freaking videos I've ever seen. I literally, I discovered you like... I think it was like a year and a half ago or two years ago. And literally the first TikTok I saw of you, I showed to like so many people in my life because I was like, this is the funniest video I think I've ever seen. <laughs> it was the peak of the pandemic. I remember yeah. it was uh, one of my reaction videos. And then I remember you commented and I didn't notice until after you started following me and people were like, Hiram commented on one of your videos. I'm like, did he really? And then I see that I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, wow, Okay. <laughs> Well, I guess we're like friends now. Now I have to convince you to be friends with me. Yes, which you did after, you know, you blowing up my messages like 20 times yeah. before we actually Well, I mean, it's out. not my fault that it's not my fault that you that you take one month. It is true. Seven yeah. business days to my respond. My response so. time is 30 plus business days. I will no, admit you literally characteristic. Yeah, I texted you and then maybe three weeks go by and I'm helping my friend clean her room and then I get a text and I, it's the, hey, it's Hiram. And I'm like what i was like oh my god i forgot i gave him my number <laughs> yes and we were able to hang out when i was living in new york city right around the launch of my brand and we were able to hang out and i it was honestly such an amazing experience because you know there was like the first three minutes of us being like very cordial and like oh hello <laughs> so nice to meet you i'm hiram i'm hillary and then within three minutes it was like you and i had been friends for years it was chaotic oh, yeah. we were sharing way too personal details about our life and past oh, traumas you know instantly we hit it off it was it was so amazing that's how i dictate that's how i dictate if a friendship is going to go well is if I can start saying inappropriate things or talking about, you know, my bowel movements or like my depression and anxiety. Ah. <laughs> and then like, if I see that you bounce off of that and it's like, it goes well, then I'm like, okay, I guess this person isn't going to block me after tonight. So <laughs> it'll go well. No, not at all. Honestly, I look back on that memory with such fondness. And then since <laughs> then, like, I, I feel like I am not really mingling with a lot of like creators and other influencers. That's just not really, I mean, I'm way the hell out here in Hawaii. So first of all, I don't really yeah. have an opportunity to, but that's just, I like, I don't interact a lot with influencers, but I'm so grateful that I've been able to like call you a close friend and we've had such positive experiences and memories best, together. Best, best, best. Remember <laughs> <spoke> about. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Excuse me. Best friend. <laughs> you know, it is a friendship a little bit where it is mutual, but you're also holding me hostage as a friend. hundred percent. You <laughs> have no choice. I told you from the moment we met, I said, well, now that we're friends, now you can't get rid of me. Yes. And I hope you're okay with that. No, absolutely. <laughs> I have a constant need to please and entertain people. And you are now my victim. You know what? That is mutual. So I totally feel <laughs> that with you. <laughs> so I'm honestly so excited to have you on the podcast because I feel like me we too. already have such like a long connection together. And I'm really looking forward to like chatting with you more because I want to get into kind 
kind of like what your experience with being a creator has been on screen and off screen, what, what it's been like from like a mental health perspective, like so many different things. But we first have to start off because it's me. You know, it's me and everything revolves around skincare. Oh God. We have to talk oh about your skincare journey. Please tell me what is wow. the worst thing that you have done to your skin? Uh, <laughs> not gonna lie. Okay, so there's, I went through a phase, all right, where I used to put lemon on my face. Oh. Obviously, that's like the no, and then I used to go out in the sun. But the worst thing that I used out to do, Out in the I sun think, after was, lemon. Huh? You put lemon on your face and went out in the sun? Worst of all, I was in the Dominican Republic when I did oh this, and then God. I got sunspots around my mouth and all over my face. <gasps> but we're not, we're not gonna talk about that. That's not the worst. <laughs> well, I, I would never say be able the to worst, talk about <laughs> I would say the worst is when I thought I could be a, a beauty blogger back in like 2015 and I was looking up all these home remedies for skincare oh, no. and I actually found this remedy uh, for um, to do your own DIY face scrub and I used to get <sighs> coffee grounds and <gasps> olive oil. And <laughs> olive oil? <laughs> Hiram, I used to mix it up and I would put it on my face and I would literally oh, scrub the living crap out of my face. My face would be red and I was like, tomorrow... I'm going to go to school with glowy skin. And I would break out in hives. And I'm like, why is this happening? I wonder why. That's so weird that your skin freaked yeah, out. No, I would never I, be able to trace why. Yeah. Oh, my if God. If it wasn't that, it was also um, the Aztec clay mask. That oh, mask yes. that, like, literally sucks your face dry. Um, yeah. And then I was always wondering, why was my skin getting so dry? And, you know, the St. Ives of scrub course. that we all know and love. Um <laughs> And yeah, like I didn't do too much damage, but I did enough. That you know? Aztec mask, I have to say, is like one of my worst experiences when I started getting into skincare because I remember I was with my friends. We were going to go out to the club. I was like, I feel like hot shit. I am so ready for this. Oh, I used God. that mask and it looked like I looked like I'd been baking in the sun for 20 years. My face was so red. Everyone was taking so pictures red. and videos oh of me God. because it was so embarrassing. If I'm able to find it, I will attach it because, oh my, oh my God. God, it was so horrible. That, it's that so mask, like, is your skin's 13 reasons why i swear like yeah it's, it's, yeah oh well that's pretty that I, i'd say coffee grounds and olive oil it could have been worse dark that's pretty dark. it could have been worse yeah but i've i mean that's pretty much the the most that i've done like, okay yeah it could definitely be worse i feel like i've even done like worse things to my skin before like hiram <laughs> no you? I know, Never. I know. You know, in order to appreciate the progress that I've made, we have to, you know, oh, start from the very <laughs> bottom. <laughs> and I've done... I forgot to pray to my Lord and Savior before this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've shared most of my stuff on YouTube, like talked about my personal experiences. I feel like the worst thing I did to my skin, when I, when I think about it, I used um, nail polish remover on my skin. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, so I did this thing during the pandemic. This was like recent. This wasn't even that long ago. I'm very ashamed that's to admit even it. The that's the I know, worst part. But Hold on, I don't know this story. What you know how hell? my hair was purple? You remember how I had yes. purple hair? So I dyed yes. it myself because Brad Mondo instructed me, like, you know, gave me a video instruction. I was like, oh my God, this is gonna be <laughs> fine. My stupid ass did not even think about how if I left the purple dye like on my forehead, I was like, oh, it's just gonna wash off. It'll be fine. Thinking that it only stains the hair. Of course it stains the skin. So I literally had like purple all throughout. And then I was panicking and I was like, I'm not gonna be able to film any videos or like go outside. Oh and then God. I blacked out 
and I, I came to <laughs> in the middle of using nail polish remover on my skin to remove the hair dye, and it worked. But don't do that. Hi, Rome. Everyone who's watching, do not do that. So dark days, dark days. It's okay. Oh, I've, I've I should be taking over your that. channel at this point. Let me take <laughs> for over. Real. For real. For real. Like, don't do what star. he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we like know those political your commercials, dark... <laughs> just where it's like the gray screen. <laughs> And I'm like, this is what Hiram used to do. You really want to follow someone like him? Oh, my God. Just start a whole smear campaign against him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you – so we've both experienced dark days. And I want to hear about, you know, now that we know what bad stuff you've done in your past, what is the juxtaposition of your skincare routine now? Tell me about what your skincare journey is currently, the products that you're using, what you've been enjoying. All that. I mean, the best of the best, of course. Selfless by Hiram, shameless <laughs> oh, plug. But you. I no, that Mandelic brand, rice brand. Listen, I don't oh. remember names. I just remember like the first That's name, okay. and then I just <laughs> make them up as I go. Like the Mandelic. And then, um, the Mandelic. Yeah, yeah, the Centella Green Tea Cleanser. Oh, literally yes. my favorite. I'm on my third bottle. Oh my god, um, really? That's something that I've been using. And I've noticed also products that have a milky texture mm -hmm. because since I've done so much damage to my skin, mm -hmm. my skin has become super dry where even, like gel-based, a lot of gel-based products don't do enough for me. Mm -hmm. Like they need yeah. to be a little thicker in consistency. Well, because so, you have drier skin, right? Like you have... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have dry skin, yeah. then definitely gel products typically are more for oilier skin while mi yeah. milky creamy um, formulas are more for dry skin so I'm glad you see you've I didn't that. know that <laughs> I did not know that thank you Hiram for teaching me of every course. day <laughs> well thank you for using Selfless no. by Hiram I appreciate it like that that of course the world and then I've learned to use uh the youth to the people cleanser from you you're the oh, one yes. that taught me that the yeah i i bought that cleanser maybe three or four times before you came out with your brand and then i recently started using a new brand Ooh. uh the name just left my <laughs> that is literally me when i'm filming videos the amount so of times where i'm just like uh I'm like i forgot the oh, name of the crave. brand <gasps> oh my god you got onto crave i love crave beauty it's I... so freaking good I was freaking out because, you know, I, I met Leah and I was like, yeah. wow, she's such an incredible, per incredible per blah, 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 per person. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> like, I would love to try. <laughs> I, guys, this is how we are literally 24-7. I feel like we're so freaking annoying to like friends of ours because her and I will just be squabbling, like, like <laughs> clucking like chickens, laughing so hard from a joke that Always. happened 10 minutes ago. While everyone's like, we've laughs, moved on, chill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but as I was saying, I tried Crave Beauty. I tried the hemp cleanser, yes. which works amazing for my dry skin, the so um, the serum, and also the moisturizer. And oh, yeah. I've been dabbling more into like looking more at ingredients and not just yes. how much do I want to spend on skincare. Because yes. The Ordinary has good products. Mm -hmm. Inky List has great products. Mm -hmm. And I found that you don't have to spend that much money Nope. to build a good skincare routine and i learned that from the best oh thank you honestly if that's the <laughs> <My> one <mother>. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, if that's the one thing people can walk away with from like watching my content, I hope it's that message where it's like, you don't need to drop yeah. hundreds of dollars on products in order to have good skin. Everyone can have good skin no matter what, you know, price you're paying. There's options out there. So that makes me happy to hear. But I will say Crave Beauty, like I am a cult follower of Crave Beauty. And I so am I'm so glad you found obsessed. their products. We were actually, when we were in New York last week, we got to hang out with Leah Yu together. And she's just the most like composed, distinguished, respectful. I know. I felt person. so loud next to her. <laughs> I feel so like such like a messy person next to her because she's so refined and I'm the complete opposite. So I'm like, oh. literally so annoying. <laughs> it's okay. Just being in her presence, I feel like automatically makes us cooler and makes us more legit. Yeah, hundred so. <laughs> percent. I was like, I'm hanging out with Leah. <laughs> exactly. She's she is iconic. But I have I was to like, say, fuck Hiram. <laughs> you just like ditch me. <laughs> Wow. I made like five new Who's friends and I'm friend like, oh yeah, now. I forgot who I came here with. <laughs> For real. Oh my God. Well, I mean, that is an amazing skincare journey. Like talk about going from pretty bleak to now having some of the best products out there like uh i don't oh, know yeah. i think i think you have some good ones and thank you for the selfless by hiram oh, you guys i did yeah. not pay her to say that uh just paid her <laughs> under the table so i just bought a maserati thanks <laughs> <laughs> well i want to talk a little bit about what your journey on tiktok has been because you have exploded out of nowhere. It's been so amazing to see. And it's, I kind of feel like a proud older sister, sister brother. Well, who cares? Older <laughs> I feel so proud watching your growth because when I found you, I think you were at like less than 100,000 followers. And now I you're like, nothing. you are getting eating scraps. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm eating caviar off of models. <laughs> off my chest. <laughs> off, my, off your chest. <laughs> Taking trips to Bora Bora and the Maldives. I cannot. However you want to pronounce it, <laughs> you know. But yeah, my my journey definitely. Uh, it's you know like when you go hiking and it starts off as great, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know for regular fit people, like maybe two hours and you're like, damn, I'm tired. For me, it's like 25 minutes, not even 10 minutes, and I'm like, all right, where's where's the car? That is the best way I can describe my journey with TikTok. It's just. The incline of like just, you know, getting to a space, a point where like you're getting recognized in the streets of New mm-hmm. York. And I'm just like, how do I react to this? And you you saw me. Yeah, when, uh, we were in New York last week <laughs> and literally someone came up to her and was like, oh, my God, you're Hillary Starr. And I'm behind her like beaming and she's a sputtering mess. Um, <laughs> and I'm just like standing and I'm like, oh, it is so great to watch but yeah like it it changes you know so much in your life and like your mindset and the way that you kind of perceive reality honestly in a lot of ways when that's happening to you what has that adjustment been like it's been literally I felt like I my third eye opened after I started getting bigger on social media because I started looking at like just the psychology of people if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. like how people interact and how you know, when things get negative, how people like gang up on that one person that's like big, but it's like, it all ranges from like jealousy and their own Mm -hmm. uh, personal issues. And like, that's something that I've realized with, um, you know, coming up as a creator, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun, but it comes with a lot, a lot of mental health issues (laughs) that we have spoken extensively at like six in the morning, (laughs) like eyes, eyes nearly shut. And we're just like, yeah, this is hard. (laughs) 
Exactly. I mean, that's one of the things that I love, first and foremost, so much about you, but also about your content is that you're open about kind of the way that it affects your mental health. Because, I mean, you know, as a viewer, it's when you're seeing creators, it's such a different experience, I think, than being in the creator space and having to deal with the repercussions of, you know, what the perception of so many people you know, mm-hmm. are when it comes to you and the positive and negative things and trying to wrap your head around the fact that millions of people are watching you and commenting on you and having opinions about you. Like, it is a lot, and it is not for, you know, it is for the, the mentally strong. And I, oh, yeah. you know, would not say that. Not I'm even. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like except <laughs> when it comes to us, we're not the most mentally yeah. strong. <laughs> No, we're we are weak. Last night yeah. I was literally screaming, crying to Andrew, and we went for a walk at night because I was just I don't know I, something hit me, and he was like, "Let's go for a walk," and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> we're like walking in the night where like crime has gone up so much in New York, and we're just like enjoying the breeze, and my eyes are like bloodshot red. <laughs> But I mean, hey, you know, like that, that is the reality. And that's, I've seen so many TikToks on videos that you've made, um, like particular on Instagram as well in your Instagram stories, mm-hmm. where you have kind of opened up about the struggles of mental health when it comes to content creation, what that's been like. Um, and I admire that a lot because it's hard to like, you know, at, at some level you're being vulnerable by sharing that to people and, and you know uh, having people comment and <clears throat> perceive you from that light and so yeah. it's a lot of it, it's it's a very courageous thing to do but what what yeah. has that been like for you when did you always create content kind of talking about mental health or is it something that you've done recently or what is <laughs> what has been your journey no for me it was like i'm using the fenty beauty palette and then it was like just cry after like while i'm editing the video but no like i full like actually began creating content back in 2016 when i was wow. working at sephora wearing those parachute tunics um <laughs> going home every day after getting into a fight with a 45-year-old woman who wanted to match her own foundation. But, you know, that's a story for another day. But, you know, so, like, I never... And and I feel like, I don't know if it's, like, the pandemic, and I feel like you and I had this conversation. In 2020, my eyes literally opened Pandora's box into me having the self-realization of what my mental health consists of. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. where everything comes from. And then getting on social media and now having a a public presence only made it worse because <laughs> <Yes>. now <laughs> I'm sorry I'm not because... laughing at you I'm just that's <laughs> <laughs> no, okay we're in that stage of our friendship where we can laugh because I feel that pain too laughter covers the pain oh my god <laughs> and you know what I think it is I feel like it's because now that you and I, we're not working in an office where, like, we can be depressed, but, like, you know, file paperwork and not have to worry about, like, putting a smile on. Mm-hmm. Now we are people that are on camera. Mm-hmm. We have to, like, you know, put on a face. <laughs> and, like, yes. we're, we're, like, entertainers. Mm-hmm. And we have to act a certain way because then if you're acting a little off people in the comments like does anyone oh my think god that she's acting a little off it's so true or like yeah hillary are you okay <laughs> like, yes, I am. oh my god anytime i post any type of content about mental health just like even joking all of my comments are like hiram are you okay do you need help <laughs> and, I, and i'm like yes but no, I'm fine. <laughs> I mean, I understand the and concern. So, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, yeah because being so like, a creator, like you <clears throat> have to show, you know, a really intimate level 
of your life. And kind of what you were saying in 2020, discovering a lot about mental health and how much, you know, it, it's affecting us. I feel like a lot of people have honestly gone through that during the pandemic. That's one of the biggest learnings oh, yeah. I think a lot of people took away. And being in a, a creator position where you are showing so much of your life online, it is inevitable that you're going to have to show that or cover it up. Yeah. And like you said, people can tell when you're faking it. People can tell when you're not feeling it, when you're not, you know, uh, your most, oh, uh, most organic self. Your most authentic <laughs> wallet. <laughs> people can tell, you know, they, they can tell when you're being, you know, inauthentic and you know, the only other option I feel like, and what you do so well is just uh, showing some of your worst mental health moments on camera. <laughs> you gotta make it humorous because yes. if you don't, then your brain, and it's crazy how like, it's such a cliche thing to say like, oh, the brain is such a powerful thing. Like, no, the brain is literally such a powerful thing. Mm -hmm. And what I do, I trick it into thinking that what I'm feeling or any depressive episode I'm going through, I'm like, look at you acting like a little bat. <laughs> And I just kind of like talk myself out of the episode. I'll be like, mm -hmm. Hillary, go to Home Goods. Go, go get Wendy's. Go, <laughs> do something and stop it. <laughs> stop. Stop. This is not who get we are. <laughs> go make a video. <laughs> get some. <laughs> Speaking of Home Goods, you guys have to watch her Home Goods TikTok videos. <laughs> they are the funniest things. Oh my God, they're so funny. Oh, but, I'm actually yeah. going to Home Goods after this. Yes. To find more signs. <laughs> I just go to Home Goods at this point. I don't even go to buy stuff anymore. I just go to the sign area and I'm just like taking pictures <laughs> of everything I see. Home Goods should write you a check, honestly, with the publicity oh, that you're no. getting. At this point, my my face my face is all over the stores and they're like, don't let this Hispanic woman in. <laughs> you're not they have those this printed Latina. out security cam pictures in the back rooms. <laughs> I'm wearing like one of my graphic tees and my hair disheveled and I'm just like crawling. <laughs> well, one of the things you were talking about, like, and this is the way that I cope with like when my mental health is struggling or when I've gone through things is through humor. I really feel like that is, oh, yeah. for me at least, the best way to like get through rough mental health times because what it does is it takes away the seriousness the secrecy the shame and the guilt associated with having those mental health problems and it basically laughs at them and just you know is a, is a message to yourself like come on get over it you're fine like you're you sitting on your couch <laughs> you're sitting on your couch you're just like <laughs> Yes. <laughs> tears stream down. That's what I just raised, picture. <laughs> red face. Yeah, face you haven't red showered in like five days. And you're just like, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's that's not to diminish like the importance of therapy and getting, you know, help oh, yeah. for mental health concerns, which both yeah, of no. us are huge advocates of. We both go to therapy. We need it. I'm and looking think, for a psychiatrist at this point. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah, you know, like we, not to diminish the importance of that, but one of the things I love about like using humor as a coping mechanism is that as you're going through that journey, as you're going through like recovery, like <clears throat> for me personally, it was when I was recovering from like my eating disorder um, or self-harm. Um, once I was to a point where I saw that things were getting better and I was getting out of that, Mm -hmm. I make so many eating disorder and self-harm jokes I, I, and I can I because say. I've gone through those things, but I make so many jokes about it because that helps me process it and get through it so much better. And it's also hilarious because it makes everyone else in the room super awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember you said something. I forgot when we were hanging out or something and you said something and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I do the uncomfortable laugh because my people pleasing tendencies yes. tell me, don't make him feel uncomfortable, just laugh. And so I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Oh my god, meanwhile I'm filming you exposing you for laughing at one of my <laughs> fucking jokes. <laughs> uh, not gonna lie. Send it to all the two channels. Yes. I just kind Everybody of... comments on their videos like, who the hell is Hillary Star? <laughs> I kind of get satisfaction in a sick way from watching people squirm and be so uncomfortable when I make those jokes. But I think it's just for me because I know it's such a positive thing for me, like oh, laughing yeah. my way through those moments. And you do that so well, like in your videos, <laughs> just like making your you know, mental health journey really hilarious. And I think that's a good thing. I think it's great that you're doing that because it shows people like, we have to, you know, to, you know, that it's okay. Yeah. And that's something that kind of made me continue talking about my mental health were the messages I was getting from people saying like, like, I know you're like a regular person, but you know, you're a public figure. And the fact that you talk so openly about mm -hmm. when you're depressed, like it's, it's commendable. Like I like seeing big creators talking about mental health and I'm like let alone me yes. like I'm just I'm a nobody so like <laughs> no, no. I'm just like okay <laughs> so like it's like you know it puts me on this like in this position where I'm like I feel like I, I have to talk about it because mm -hmm. it's such a like when you feel a certain type of way a lot of people will say like oh well you're a woman so you're like probably PMSing or like if you're oh. a man it's like oh you suppress your emotions and it's like it's all these like stereotypes and it's yeah. like no like we're all fucked in the head <laughs> going yes. through a crisis right we're now we're all messed up bro we gotta talk about it yeah and i will say too that um one thing i don't like is uh i literally lost my train of thought so continue <laughs> on your dance break oh my god well i want to <laughs> ask you one thing as well while you remember that <laughs> While you're remembering that, <laughs> you're good. I, I want to ask, like, I've noticed that TikTok as a platform, while I love it so much because I think it's probably the most authentic and genuine way that people have been oh, yeah. able to connect with other people and relate to other people, <clears throat> it is an exhausting platform yes. like oh, it takes so much time and energy and you have to constantly be on the trends making content every day you can never just take like a short break from tiktok really because no. it's always no. about like finding the next trend and using these audios and you know uh, making content as much as possible posting four times a day like it is really yeah. intensive and how has that affected you from a mental health perspective, I want to ask. <laughs> well, that is my kryptonite. <laughs> it's literally TikTok. Like, forget Instagram and Twitter. Like, TikTok is literally the reason why I can barely fall asleep at night. And then I scroll on TikTok to feel better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I will say, like, it is such a demanding job. When you're someone like me that overthinks and um, <laughs> has to do everything perfect, and then when things are out of my control, as my therapist said, you start to feel a little cuckoo, a little crazy, crazy. you know? <laughs> you crazy girl. You crazy girl. You crazy. <laughs> but that's kind of what happens with me. Like, I'm mm -hmm. someone that has to be in control of everything. And the one thing I don't have in, have any control of when it comes to TikTok is the views and the engagement. Mm -hmm. yep. And so now that TikTok is basically my full-time job, uh, my engagement equals how much I would get in a sponsorship. Yes. So 
that is where the stress really happens because like yeah it's stressful to you constantly having to be consistent on social media but when it comes to engagement Mm -hmm. and when you see that like your views are fluctuating and then all of a sudden like you're getting literally no views and you're just sitting there like God damn. Yeah. I'm going to have to apply it's to the so CBS now. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Whenever my views like start to dive, I'm just like filling out job it's applications. So like, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a real thing. Oh and I remember. God, you have no idea how much I fix my resume up every time my engagement goes to shit. Hiram, I will go on LinkedIn and I'm just like, work from home jobs. <laughs> No, it's so true. And like, I remember when I first got into content creation, I was like, I refuse to see myself through the lens of engagement, views, likes, all of that. Because I think, you know, and I think you would agree as well, like it's not, you know, healthy um, in any way to like view yourself and the value of yourself and what you can contribute solely through views. But when you do change to a point where you are fully reliant on that as, you know, your, your income, then it's kind of only inevitable that it will... <clears throat> at the very minimum, like, stress you the fuck out. Like, it's yeah. kind of an unavoidable, unstoppable train. And it's really difficult, it like, finding mental peace when you're constantly in that mindset of, like, shoot, what if it's all going to fall apart? What if, you know, my views are going to go to shit? What if I'm not going to be able to do this as a job anymore? Like, it keeps you up at night Trust constantly. Me. Yeah. That crosses my mind almost every day in my waking life. And I, oh, I just remembered what I was going to say. It has to do with this. (laughs) Like with the mental health thing, like if I get depressed with my views, Mm -hmm. I can't just go on my stories and be like, guys, my views are down. Like if I do it Mm -hmm. once, like that's it. But then I get the people that are like, well, you should be grateful that you have a platform. (laughs) And I'm like. Okay, well, all right, this is why I have creator (laughs) friends, because it's such a different look when you're looking at it from a lens of, like, a viewer compared to if you're a creator. Like, the creators get it, but the viewers kind of see it as just like, oh, we're being ungrateful, when it's like, no, that's not the case. We just need help. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And that's what it, like, I feel like it comes down to that, because we understand, like, I feel like we as creators know better than anyone that, you know, the views and the attention and all that really doesn't matter, because we started, you know, doing this as a passion when no one was watching, Mm -hmm. when no one was interested just for fun. But once it crosses over to that state, it's just a constant anxiety, I feel like, kind of a constant stress that's always plaguing your mind. And it's really it's difficult to to escape that because like you yeah. said you know that the job is not hard <clears throat> in and of itself like there are so many things that are so much harder on the body so much harder on the mind way more intensive but for you know the mental peace <laughs> and the mental health part of it it is we, it is really uh, difficult <laughs> we are literally just flesh and bone there is nothing going on in us right now <laughs> just we <laughs> Exactly. It's it's just a. Uh, it is. It's it, it can be mentally exhausting. It it can be really difficult. And I'd like love to hear from you. Like, what are the things that you do to help improve your mental health when you are feeling stressed? When you are feeling worried about you know what you do as a job, online world. When you get get all those hate comments, you know. <laughs> what is it? When you get. I don't mean to flex, <laughs> but I don't get that many hate comments. Oh wow. Okay. Hey, I don't yeah. get that many. Wow. But the ones that I do get, that those are the ones that I'm just like, why I ought to. 
I cannot. Yes, yes. They rile you Where up. up they, they have a. They have. They are able to do that. Like, how do you? How do you kind of go through that? Because I'll share like what I do. For example, for me, whenever I see a hate comment that you know, I'm just like, oh, it bothers me so much, and I type up like a full paragraph response. Um, typically, what I'll do is that if it's really bothering me, like I will type up a full response. And then when I finish it, I'll just delete it all and exit out of the page really quick. That way I get like... accidentally press send. (laughs) No, no. Thank God that hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood. But I make like, I made a response to it and then I quickly exit out of the page. So I get that little like dopamine hit of like, ooh, I responded. Uh, But then I don't actually do it. And then I also, for every hate comment I get, I read 10 positive comments. Just to remind myself Mm. of like, hopefully, the positive impact I'm making. Yeah, because the good ways out the good ways out the bad yes it balances out <laughs> it works out <laughs> i mean that's what i yeah, personally no, do what like, do you do <clears throat> for me i take a bubble bath or oh, i uh, okay. actually posted this tiktok like yesterday and i relive my childhood i watch a nice pixar movie oh, i watch so something cute. that makes me laugh oh yeah i um watch oh. my home videos from when i was a kid and uh that is what brings me the most peace and i like going for drives Mm -hmm. so i'll go for a drive i'll go eat by myself i'll people watch people watching instantly puts me in a good mood i'm just like wow what are they doing where are they going why are they going to michael's at 3 p.m on a wednesday that sounds more like stalking (laughs) rather than people watching (laughs) (laughs) no i get it though i do i like love doing the same like going on drives that for me helps my mental health so much because it literally and I recommend it to anyone out there who like when you are feeling kind of cooped up when your mental health isn't doing super well um, no matter like what position you're in I think it's always good to take a drive because it forces you to be off your phone it forces you to be disconnected from everything and just be a hundred percent in the moment so I'll just like you know just take a drive blast music cry my eyes out you know the usual thing that's that's what I do (laughs) to help and it, and it works it helps Go 100 so miles an hour yeah yes. you know a vehicular manslaughter all that good stuff you know yeah yeah just hit a few children <laughs> yeah <laughs> no <laughs> but it helps yeah i i agree with you I, th- I feel like taking drives helps me so much like kind of get that mental peace because it just forces you to disconnect and be 100% in the moment. I feel like those types of situations or being in those environments where you have to be in the moment is the best thing. Like I also love connecting with nature too. That is one of my ways that I really, I feel like fully disconnect and get my mind to reset and be like, whoa girl, (laughs) that breakdown you had before, (laughs) way over dramatic. Let's take it a few notches back. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I love, so I love like, you know, surfing or going on a hike or, you know, taking a walk, any of those, those type of things. I feel like. Walks, yes. You're like surfing, hiking. And I'm like, uh, walk, (laughs) walk, we're walking. <laughs> I could just imagine you taking a walk in like a motorized scooter. Well, the- <laughs> you know me very well. You know that if we go to a place and the Airbnb is five minutes away, like when we were in New York, I was like, why can't we just take an Uber? <laughs> I swear, and I'm more of a New Yorker than you. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's yeah. like a 15 minute walk away. And she's like, why are we not? Okay, Ubering? first of all, usually I <clears throat> TMI, but I'm sweating. Like an animal right now. Imagine me walking, okay? That's true. I I've seen those pit stains. I, I have seen them in yeah, person. Yeah, they are unbelievable. Yeah, five <laughs> foot <laughs> diameter stench. <laughs> they like go down to my hips. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, no, I, I am, I am an aggressive, aggressive walker. I will, I will admit that that is my toxic. No, you walk too fast. You take the longest strides I've ever seen in my life, and it's so annoying. <laughs> I'm so. I need an electric scooter to yes. catch up with you. <laughs> Next like, time. Like we don't even have like a that big of a difference in height and like our legs are almost the same length ish yeah. but i mean i am a seven and a half and my feet don't they can't catch up <laughs> you walk too fast you i just i walk fast i blame it on back. the anxiety honestly i feel like i'm always in an anxious <laughs> like, rush to get anywhere so if you can't catch up like, <laughs> we also have this mutual nervous tick we, we so we both have anxiety so we have the weirdest tick <laughs> where we like aggressively scratch our heads when yeah. we're stressed and so you put us when in a stressful situation. That? I think honestly, when we were driving to the airport and I was like so late, like I was legit about to miss my flight and we're Where stuck in New York Where you didn't tell me you were going to miss it yeah. and you told me that we were on time. Yeah, I yeah. told her we were on yeah. time so I wouldn't stress her out. But then halfway through, I'm like, um, by the way, I think I'm going to miss my flight. And we're both sitting in the car like yeah. <laughs> aggressively scratching And like we have like EDM blasting. Yes. <laughs> trying to call this and you down. remember when i like almost got into a fight with that one guy because yep. uh i cut him off yep. and he got upset with me and you're just sitting there and i'm like oh he's not used to this and you were sitting there like For real the guy what? screams out the window he's like big ass forehead and i was like oh my, yeah, god. my god and you're just like they have a good day <laughs> yeah I'm like, oh my god yeah we we are one in the same in in our anxiety and in the way uh, that we cope by aggressively itching our heads oh well i mean thank you so much for coming on and sharing like your personal journey i've been so interested to hear kind of like what it's like behind the scenes and even though like we've already talked about this more times than we can count and we have definitely put this topic to rest i feel like it's always good to talk about mental health like, and i we can't talk about this anymore no we have to cut it off it's too much <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, thank you so much for making the content you do, for talking about mental health so openly on your channel, and more than anything, for making fucking hilarious videos that bring so much joy to people's days. I think. I mean, you're making at the end of the day, impact. at the end of the day, I'm doing them for you, always, Daddy Hiram. <laughs> thank all you, the way. just for me. I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much for watching everyone thank you so much for coming on again hillary i really appreciate it make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you can hear every single episode we have some awesome awesome guests coming on uh, that i'm so excited for you guys to hear from and thank you so much everyone for watching i hope you have a great day Mwah. this has been a production of ramble a cadence 13 studio new episodes every thursday Ooh.